Welcome to the Guts to Share Deeply podcast. I'm your host, Krista, and I'm your host, Brittany. Do you have the guts to share deeply? We do. Hello, everybody. We are really excited to get into this discussion today. We're going to be talking about post-traumatic stress disorder, um, better known as PTSD, um, and my personal uh, experience and struggle with it. I feel like I'm ready to talk about it and hopefully give people some knowledge on it, especially those that might be experiencing these symptoms and not know exactly what it is um, that they're actually dealing with. So I'm really excited to talk about this today. Um, This is something that has kind of affected my everyday life for a few years now. Um, And it's really important to me to discuss. So, yeah. Well, let's get into it. (laughs) Yes. And um, little disclaimer, my voice is messed up. (laughs) Don't know why. Don't know if it's the change in weather or whatever, but I sound so weird today. (laughs) I'm so hoarse and everything. And of course, I'm going to be talking like the most right now. (laughs) So bear with me. Um, <laughs> and I just have to comment that we're both wearing red shirts today. <laughs> I know. I mean, hey, yeah. it's all good. It's all great. But it yeah. was so funny because I was actually wearing something else that I hated. So then I like went and changed without even really realizing. And we're like, oh, we're both in red. Today. Like, oh, red. Hey. <laughs> I know. Great minds think alike. So there's hey, that. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we're going to go ahead and jump into this conversation. I'm really excited about it. Um, So I'm first going to read off some common behaviors and symptoms um, when you have PTSD. So I think it's just important. Honestly, I just kind of Googled this, um, which you yourself can do. Um, There's also so much information on like articles, um, you know, people writing about it on YouTube. I'm sure TikToks now pages on Instagram, all kinds of things. Um, So it really is helpful to be able to hear other people's um, experience. And if you're kind of trying to figure out whatever you're experiencing, what it is, if it's PTSD or not. Um, So I thought it was important just to kind of name these uh, before I started. So um, people may experience, so this is behavioral um, symptoms. So it would be agitation, irritability, hostility, hypervigilance, self-destructive behavior, or social isolation. I definitely can say social isolation was a big part of mine Mm. Um, because I noticed like off the bat um, when I started having symptoms, that was one of the big things uh, was if I went to any social event, if it was like church, um, work, something I would like typically you know, I would usually go to weekly or something. Um, It would like maybe even just trigger my anxiety that much worse. Mm -hmm. And it was really difficult for me. Um, And it's like, you kind of just want to stay in your shell and like stay home. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess self isolate. So I can definitely um, relate to that one. Um, And then the psychological behaviors can include flashback, fear, severe anxiety, mistrust. Um, The mood can be loss of interest or pleasure in activities, guilt or loneliness. Sleep can be insomnia um, or nightmares. And also common emotional detachment or unwanted thoughts. 
Um, and then I also pulled up five common symptoms, um, which include vivid flashbacks, feeling like the trauma is happening right now, intrusive thoughts or images, nightmares, intensive distress at real or symbolic reminders of the trauma, and physical sensations such as pain, sweating, nausea, or trembling. Um, so I feel like I could relate personally to a lot of those. And I actually wanted to list off, um, I wrote down the top things I noticed personally. Mm -hmm. um, so mine have been nightmares, overthinking, can't focus, crying at random times, anxious, hyper alert, um, and thinking I hear or see things um, to do with the event. Um, mm -hmm. So I guess I'm going to dive into a little bit of like my personal experience in getting diagnosed. Um, so it was around 2019, end of summer, that a really traumatic event happened that I was directly involved in. Um, so it was pretty immediate after that situation. I mean, first of all, in that situation, I remember while this traumatic event was happening, I had like the most severe panic, anxiety, hysterical like attack I'd ever experienced. I I feel like I still haven't even experienced it to that degree. Wow. Um, and I could really feel in that moment when I think back to it, like it really felt like something was I mean, changing in my body now that I think of it. I mean, that, that's definitely where that change occurred. Um, that also triggered my fibromyalgia um, and the chronic, you know, fatigue and pain and all those symptoms along with PTSD. Um, but yeah, it was so severe. Um, and my nerves clearly were so shot in that moment and overworked that I feel like it obviously set off my fibromyalgia and this and so much more for me. Mm -hmm. So it was honestly less than two weeks after this event that I had started noticing not only the fibromyalgia symptoms, um, but a lot of these symptoms. So obviously I'm having nightmares. I'm not sleeping well at all. I also feel like I used to be a deeper sleeper before this and I became a very light sleeper. I mean, I'm waking mm -hmm. up all throughout the night, any little noise, any little sound, any little anything, I'm waking up. Um, and, of course, having the nightmares, I would wake up in a sweat, anxiety attack, panic attack, crying, like totally sobbing when I wake up or something. And, like, my heart's racing so fast that I can barely breathe. And then it, like, takes me either the rest of the night or hours to even fall back to sleep sometimes and then I'm not really getting sleep and then I'm having to go about like my everyday work or activities and I'm exhausted and I feel like that definitely added on to the whole um social isolation aspect too because it just feels like you're so exhausted you're not really there you're so up in your own head and maybe just constantly having on replay what happened so yeah. it's hard to you know even interact with people after that um or even just feel like or I could feel like people maybe just, just weren't really, you know, they want to understand or I couldn't really talk about it at that time. So it's like a weird, I feel like that's definitely a big part of the, you know, isolating. Um, so about, I guess a year after this event, the, the whole months 
after, um, you know, not only am I getting the symptoms of fibromyalgia, so, you know, I used to work out a lot. I used to work like two jobs. So then it's like, I couldn't anymore. I noticed I'm calling out a lot. I lost my one job. I'm like not able to work out at all anymore. I'm constantly in pain and fatigue and exhausted. Obviously, I'm not sleeping well at night. I'm having constant anxiety and anxiety attacks. I feel like, um, like the one I said, very hyper alert. I feel like I was constantly walking around just like hyper alert, (laughs) you know, and that is a terrible um, state of mind to be in every single day, 24 seven. It's like, I can never relax. Yeah. Um, so it's like the cortisol's up, everything's overworking. I'm in this constant state of mind. Um, and I, I found it interesting on Google when it said that symptoms of PTSD, um, physical can involve, uh, pain, physical pain, because that was one of the number one things I noticed. And, um, is also linked to my fibromyalgia uh, because of it. But I guess it can also be a PTSD symptom. So that's very interesting because that's something I've dealt with also <laughs> since. Mm-hmm. Um, so about a year after the event, um, I started receiving therapy. So that was the first time in my life I ever started receiving therapy as well. Um, so, you know, I was at that point pretty mentally broken down and just lost and not okay overall. And I'm dealing with all these symptoms. I have no clue what's going on with me. I've heard about PTSD, but I never looked into it over that year. And I never really considered it. I mean, I didn't know about it, honestly, until I started therapy. And when I got into talking about obviously my childhood, my upbringing, where I'm at now, things that occurred, um, what I was feeling, you know, I talked about this traumatic event. Once I got to that point, after a few weeks of starting therapy, Uh, My therapist actually um, tested me, and then that's when um, I got diagnosed with PTSD. And it definitely helped so much to be able to title what I was experiencing for the last year. Mm -hmm. Um, Because especially, you know, trying to figure out what kind of, if I had a, you know, um, chronic illness or something else going on. I'm going through a lot of testings with doctors with that. And I'm just going to them and I'm like, I'm just not okay. You know, and although maybe my like vitamin levels, things like that are coming back normal. Every test is coming back negative. It's like, I'm going to them like, no, I know something's wrong. Like I can barely hold my arm up. You know, I'm not sleeping at night. I'm feeling severe pain all over. I'm, you know, I, can barely hold a job anymore (laughs) like you know all those things were also happening so not only was I I also got diagnosed with fibromyalgia in that same year um it was like and then it helped to also get diagnosed with the PTSD because I was having a lot of symptoms between the two um but to be able to put a name to it And then be able to go from there and be like, okay, I'm not crazy either. (laughs) I actually have this because of this traumatic event that occurred and even more happening. And it's like, what I'm experiencing is real. It has a name. And it also can help from there to better 
work through it. Yeah. Um, kind of, you know, find ways to cope and deal with it. And there is hope that like it can get better. And obviously there's a lot of different types and levels of PTSD. Um, so of course I'm just speaking from this one. Um, so after I got diagnosed, of course, then, you know, my therapist really started working with me on, um, you know, working through it, talking about the event, working through my feelings about it, working through, um, my thoughts about it. And I feel like that definitely helped a lot, um, on how to cope and like move forward is talking about it. You know, I felt like for that year, I kind of lived in my head so much with it. Mm -hmm. Um, kind of like just keeping it in there and these nightmares I'm having and these flashbacks and thinking I'm hearing things or seeing things, you know, all these anxiety attacks, all these really intense thoughts going through my head and these nightmares that were very dramatized and extreme of even the event that occurred. Um, clearly it was all kind of boggled in my head. Um, so definitely being able to get it out, talk about it and be able to work on separating, you know, what is reality and what are your flashbacks? What are your overthinking thoughts about it? And I've had to really work with training myself and my mind. Um, and it's still such a struggle, but I've really had to work on it and work on it in therapy and things like that, you know, kind of, especially when I feel my anxiety, um, peaking, if I'm thinking about the event, the event, um, or I just woke up from a nightmare or things like that. It's like, I, I really have to sit there and like, you know, something my therapist taught me. Um, I believe there's like a proper term for it. Something about like your five, um, things. I don't know the proper term at this moment. Um, I can't think of it, but basically you're like, okay, where am I at? What day is it? Yeah. What's happening? Right now? Like you're kind of centering yourself, I guess, bring yourself back to reality mm-hmm. and kind of also um, changing your focus so that you're not um, kind of letting that anxiety peak and just think of the anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, so I also like if I wake up from a nightmare or going to bed at night, if I start replying, having those thoughts and I can feel that anxiety coming on because of it, I kind of have to train myself to stop and be like, hold on. It's not happening right now. You know, that person's not here right now. You know, it is September something, 2023, not 2019, August, you know. Yeah. Um, you kind of have to, like, get yourself back to earth, <laughs> back to reality. And I do feel like it definitely helps initially, you know, calm me down um, if I do that. And also another little trick I learned from someone recently Um, is to eat some form of protein if you feel yourself going into an anxiety attack. So apparently there's this window of time that you have when your anxiety attack starts and it kind of goes up, if you can imagine, like a roller coaster and then it peaks and that's when it's worse and then you crash and then it stops. And apparently it's like a 45 minute ordeal. But when it's starting and you're kind of like starting to go up, if you catch it, and you go eat some kind of protein, apparently it helps kind of everything in your body work to like break down the protein and focus on that. So your body naturally can stop the anxiety attack or it can help it a lot. 
So I've actually just tried that the last couple of weeks. I do feel like it's worked. Um, so let me know in the comments if anybody else, if that's worked for you, if you've heard that or tried that. I haven't heard I, about that before. Yeah. So I oh, feel like yeah. it um, does work. I've heard like a cheese stick or any kind of like nuts or a protein bar or like a meat stick with protein, like anything high in protein. I should, I should definitely try it yeah. out. Yeah. And I have tried it now the last couple of weeks and I feel like it's helped. So that's a little trick maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then I feel like other ways, you know, um, that have helped to cope have been, um, obviously therapy and talking about it, um, writing it out. Um, I also feel like working out, um, taking walks, like anything kind of, um, to get your body maybe working and get your mind focused on something else. I feel like that can help. Um, especially if I'm having that high anxiety and energy and I need to kind of burn that <laughs> and yeah. focus on something else and get out of my head. I definitely feel like working out, dancing, walking, something, um, is one of those ways. Um, and then it could be down to things like taking a drive you know sometimes you take a drive blast music sing obviously singing for me and you love singing mm -hmm. so singing um kind of anything to I feel like kind of distract myself in those moments maybe I can feel that anxiety peaking um or starting mm -hmm. um and I feel like it's just a better way um that's helped me to cope overall um so yeah I feel like all of that and you know, and then like, I want to say, I feel like after starting therapy and starting to work through it, I guess it would be about two to three years after the event that took place that caused all this, um, is when I really stopped having such severe symptoms. So it would be very far and few in between, you know, nightmares, or really replaying it or getting in like a rut about it or something or having an anxiety attack about it. I feel like it definitely got less and less talking about it, coping with it, trying to retrain my mind, things like that. So that's where I say there definitely is hope, you know, if you get the help and do the work um, that it can get so much better or even almost go away altogether. And I think just time um, helped something like that for me um, because obviously after, you know, two, three years after this event, you know, I feel like it's definitely easier to get in that reality. Like that was two or three years ago. It is not happening right now. You know, get in reality. Don't let myself go into anxiety over it or think about it every single day or replay it or whatnot. Um so, yeah, I feel like naturally time, but certainly getting help um, definitely helped it so much for me and move that along, I think, much quicker. Um, and then recently, something again, very, very traumatic happened. Um, so then it all kind of has resurfaced. Um, so it was a couple months ago, something else very traumatic happened that I was directly involved in. And it happened to me and immediately after that, again, I'm having like the nightmares, the intense anxiety. And that's where I noticed um, last time I didn't notice crying at random times. 
But this time, that started. I mean, I could be at work and just just start crying. Like, maybe something triggers me. Maybe I don't even realize it. It feels kind of unsubconscious, too, at times. And I could be doing something completely else and just, like, boom, I get triggered, start crying out of nowhere. And maybe because unsubconsciously I'm thinking about it or just because my emotions are so off or everything's off or um, I'm like having such high anxiety. Um, Even in that moment, if it felt like I wasn't, I think it's all kind of lingering under there because if like the event just happened. Mm -hmm. So then I did notice the last couple months just breaking down crying at random times. And I kind of have to like catch myself and be like, what is going on? Wait, (laughs) I was just cleaning. I was just working. I was just taking a walk, like, you know, something. And now I'm crying and in a full anxiety attack. And sometimes it really does feel out of my control that things like that just happen. And I know shortly after this recent event took place, um, I had, I hadn't gone to church for a couple weeks. I think that's a part of the social isolating and I was so messed up from it. But then I went to church the one day and I already knew, like, I mean, obviously I'd been off. I was not okay. Um, but I go to church and I couldn't even make it through 10 minutes of the sermon. Um, I just, my anxiety spiked and I don't know what it was, but it just spiked. And I think one of those, maybe a little subtle trigger, you know, you're at church, people come up to you, they're like, hey, how's your week? How are you doing? Oh, we missed you. How's life? And for me, I'm like, not okay. And it hadn't been okay for a few weeks. Mm -hmm. And I just experienced something very traumatic yet again. So it's hard to, you know, people are asking you that at church and you feel the need to kind of like, Oh, good. But like, you're not. Mm -hmm. Um, And then someone came up to me. And to be honest, I don't really know how they heard about it. But they were like, hey, I heard about X, Y, and Z. I wanted to tell you, you know, I'm so sorry that happened. That is not okay. Um, You should not have had to go through that. You know, like, I'm really sorry. And oh, thank you. And they like walked away. And I know that was probably that trigger for me because one, I'm like, oh, how they really know because I hadn't shared it with them. So I was kind of like confused, but it also triggered me. I mean, just someone coming up to you being like, hey, I am so sorry that happened to you. That's not okay. And it's again, just triggering how it's not okay. And it's so traumatizing and it flooded everything back to me. And I felt myself like going into an anxiety attack so then by the time you know the sermon starts and things like that I'm like already crying I'm already there I'm not okay I'm in an anxiety attack so I'm like I have to go and I had to go to the bathroom and I'm in like a full panic bawling my eyes out I can't stop I can't breathe right I'm like totally an anxiety attack um so then I I ended up just having to leave I couldn't stay for the rest or anything. Um, and, you know, like that happens. Um, that is definitely a very common symptom um, for me. So, yeah. Um, so since then, I feel like everything kind of has flooded back. And I'm actually currently 
like dealing with it all over again, um, having the nightmares almost every night, the anxiety attacks um, throughout the day, the thoughts, the replay, the hyper alert and worried and on edge. Um, and I'm literally dealing with that. I feel like all over again, Mm -hmm. um, at this time, but I have also been, you know, I've obviously continued therapy since I started it. I've been in therapy. So I am, you know, doing therapy obviously a lot right now. I talked about it. I feel like, again, you know, it is helping me, um, to cope and deal with it and work through it yet again. (laughs) Um, and I'm definitely better, you know, in this moment today, I'm able to talk about it. (laughs) I'm, you know, um, definitely better at this moment today than I was, you know, two months ago, right when it happened. Um, so again, I feel like I'm just going through it again and it will eventually get better again. I know. Um, and I feel like I'm definitely more equipped this time with the coping mechanisms, you know, the five things the bringing yourself back to reality and, um, doing the therapy and, you know, just working through it. Um, so, you know, but honestly, like last night was a terrible night. I've actually been pretty okay the last, you know, couple weeks. And then last night I'm having very intense, um, very real dramatic nightmares, um, that are revolving around what happened. And honestly, last night, like going to sleep, I don't recall me really even thinking about it. Um, I kind of just went to bed. I was fine, but then I'm just having the nightmares. And so then I started the waking up and I'm not sleeping well. And then my anxieties, you know, um, happening and I'm upset. And so, you know, then that kind of like interferes with my day to day, you know, we're getting up, we're doing a couple podcasts today. I'm trying to be, you know, present and in a good mood, um, and like have energy, but I was like, just having all these nightmares and staying up all night and it totally throws me off for the day. And I noticed today I'm in a lot of physical pain all over and I know that is triggered from having the nightmares and the anxiety several times last night. Mm -hmm. And it's like, then I wake up also in that I have like a subtle headache. I feel kind of just like fuzzy. Um, and I'm in pain all over. I feel very tense and tight and like, I, I feel like I can't even breathe right today. <laughs> that happens a lot too. I don't know if that's um, more triggered from my anxiety and the PTSD side or the fibromyalgia side. Sometimes I know it's a symptom of both. I can feel like, but I definitely um, feel like today, like my breathing's even off. I'm like, like, I feel like I can't catch my breath. <laughs> it feels like, you know, off. Um, and that happens a lot to me when I'm having obviously anxiety, um, or I've just had a really bad night of like nightmares and anxiety. Um, and then it just kind of affects me the rest of the day, but I just kind of have to work through it and deal with it. And again, I am, um, trying to be, you know, even today, like, yes, I had those nightmares. Yes. It triggers me if I let it, but we're here, we're podcasting. 
it's whatever day it is. <laughs> what day is it? It's it is Monday. the okay, it's the eighteenth. Is it the eighteenth? Oh, Monday. It's the 18th Monday, yeah. Yeah, 18th Monday, September. It's not a few months ago. It's not the event that took place. It's like it's okay. You know, I'm here today. We're podcasting today. Everything's okay today. I can breathe, you know, and I have to tell myself that. And it does help getting to that point that I can kind of train my mind and tell myself that. And then I'm able to push through it, sit here and do this podcast today, Um, do the others. But, you know, it also helps. I think it's hard for me doing this, but this is almost like therapy. I know. (laughs) I mean, could it come at a perfect timing? I had a pretty terrible night with nightmares last night and this and that. And I can sit here today and talk about it, you know, and we're podcasting about it and it feels like therapy in a way right now. So I feel like it'll actually help me for the rest of my day. So, um, that's good. And it'll help me to be able to kind of get out of my head and do our, we're recording another podcast today and do that. So, um, yeah, definitely helps to talk about it. So it does, it does help to talk about things. So that is all I have on it um, today. So I hope that this podcast um, was informative and really helped those of you who haven't been diagnosed, who haven't gotten help yet, who may be even wondering or struggling with all these kinds of symptoms. And I have to say too, you know, of course, I just read off some specific ones off Google today. I shared mine, but there can be a whole array of different symptoms and effects of whatever traumatic event you may have experienced. And there's definitely, in my opinion, different levels of PTSD. You know, the events that happened to me obviously are severe, obviously have affected me. I have to work through things like that. But just like the last one that happened to me, it's like I was able to work through it and kind of overcome it and get to the point that it did get much better. Or maybe like um, I stopped having as many nightmares or anxiety over it, things like that. And then I know there are some people with very severe PTSD that never goes away, Um, you know, or almost never does. And that can affect them even more severely. Um, so it all depends what exactly you've experienced and how it has affected you after. Um, but that's why I would really, really encourage seeking some kind of help confiding Mm -hmm. in even somebody that you can, if you can't receive therapy at the moment, um, you know, reach out to some people that, you know, are safe and confidential for you to confide in and maybe Mm -hmm. they could help you, um, any friends, family members, things like that. Um, or therapy or a doctor, um, who can properly diagnose, um, even kind of your level of it, um, and severity, I guess is what I should say. Mm -hmm. Um, so I feel like that also has helped me so much and there is so many different kinds, so many different, um, uh, levels in my opinion, but these are some of the most common symptoms. If you are having symptoms, like I read off Google, Um, or even similar to my own symptoms, the nightmares, the overthinking, the crying ram times, hyper alert, things like that. If you are having that every day, almost 24 seven, if it's something that's 
disturbing your sleep, keep you up at night, I would definitely say look into receiving some kind of help or testing or diagnosis for it. And most likely it is PTSD from whatever traumatic event you've experienced. Um, so yeah, that is what I have to say. And I hope that this podcast really, um, helped any of, um, people that are, you know, might be experiencing it. And I hope it also encourages those of you, um, who know that you have PTSD and things like that, or having these symptoms that, you know, it can get better. It is not easy. And sometimes it can feel out of control or out of your control, but it can get better with a lot of coping and help and therapy. Um, so yeah, so I hope this really helped everybody today. I enjoyed having this time and this conversation and, and I, and I, um, enjoyed sure. listening. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I really am happy to share this today. Thank you so much for listening.